The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man, with me as always. What's up? Hey, Paul. Did you know that... Ears and noses are only things that never stop growing on on your body. Did you know that? They're growing right now. Yeah. You're basically like Pinocchio. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. That's why my ears are so big. Just to start with. What about your eyes? No, they still. My eyes are shrinking. I've been noticing. We've been talking about this. Now when I smile, my eyes are like closed. What is that? And I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I think that's because our faces are getting a little bit bigger. Like, we eat a lot of bad food. and mm. Well, not bad food, but, like, not a lot of healthy food. Hey, we were we were pretty healthy at Legends, though. No, yeah, we did. We had a salad. I had a salad. And what did you have? I had the soup and the turkey club. Yeah. Yeah, that soup looked good. I was real, real was jealous about that. Well, oh, no, I got soup, too. Did we both get soup? Yeah, I think we both did got I soup. Did I even get soup? Maybe I think I got the soup. <laughs> no, I think I got soup. No, you got <laughs> We both got. Oh soup. man, we we're losing soup. it. We're we losing it. Soup. We're losing it. We're losing it. All right, hey, huge show today. By the way, yeah, we have the 2018 national champions on our show. Well, a couple of them. Well, Head coach. Basically, basically, we have one national champion. Then we just have like the the bald guy that stands on the sidelines. Yeah, he didn't do much. He just looks good with his Lululemon. He does look good. Yeah. Coach Allen Knipe. Head coach Allen Knipe and middle Nick Amato. Just won the national championship. We called it, by the way, not to brag. Just won the national championship, and then they came on the show with us. It was kind of funny because they thought that we were like big-time Jay journos, like the rest of people, media, who've been asking them questions about volleyball and stuff like that. But we're just normal guys. Yeah, it's nice to be like the Jimmy Fallon of Long Beach. Like when you win the Olympics, you go on the Tonight Show. When you win the national championship, you come on Shoot Your Shot. Which is cool. That's got to be cool for people. Do you think they even thought about us when they won it? Yeah. We we had the guy that put down the final spike. Yeah. The which, final kill. For those of you who aren't volleyball players, spike means hit down toward the ground. Well, because you want the ball to hit the ground yeah. on the other side in between the lines. Mm-hmm. That's just the name of the game. When you think about it, you break it down, it's not that difficult of a game. But the guy who did it is a great guy outside the lines, too. Yeah, he is. I enjoyed that. And By the way, he wasn't even supposed to be on our show. Remember, we, we were like prepping for head, just the coach, for just yeah. Coach Knipe. And then all of a sudden, Nick Amato was like, dude, I want to be on the show. Because, yeah. like, who doesn't want to be on the show? I saw him on Saturday after. You did? Yeah. What, what did he say? Hi? At the dirtbag game. Oh, yeah, he was pumped to see me. That's cool. I oh, played, he's great, dude. I played it cool. I was like, what's your name? Rick? <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude, man. I was pumped to have him on the show. It was easy. It was an easy interview because yeah. they're such, just, such cool guys. We're good friends. With yeah, him, yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. But before to, we get to that interview, which is a good one, by the way, you're going to want to uh, listen to that Stick one. Stick around for yeah. that. That's going to be at, we were at Legends. You have to be a legend to inter- be interviewed at Legends. So. I, know, I know a lot of the listeners just tune into the intro to hear me <laughs> and Paul banter and then just, you know, they don't care about the guests. But this is actually a good one. Talking about nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, before we get to that, though, we got to take care of our business with Iron Sharpens Iron, just the things that have been going on around the city. And by the way, John, you're going to be unhappy about this, but the Millican Rams won the Moore League baseball. Uh, you have to wear the hat now, the Millican hat. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. You, Did you bring me one? I didn't bring you one, but I, I have one for you, though. Okay. It's in my car. Okay. So we made that bet with who? Chase DeYoung, J.P. Crawford, and Matt Duffy, and you, and whoever won the Moore League. Just four really good baseball players going to be wearing the Millican <laughs> baseball hat. Whoever wins the Moore League has to wear that other team's hat, you know? And my boys came through for me. I think it's going to be tough for those three major leaguers. Like, they're not going to be happy about it because they all like their high schools a bunch and they're, like, good ball players. Like I was saying, for me, it's just a free hat. I'm in. Yeah. You know, I don't shop much, so free gear. I'll wear it. We got them some flex fits. It's not like they're going to wear it ever again. I mean, I hate Gar High School, but if Dion gave me a Gar sweatshirt, you think I'm not going to wear that thing? You probably would. I'd probably turn into the biggest Gar fan of all time. I, I, don't, I wouldn't wear a Mayfair shirt. I just wouldn't. If it I, was free? I, well, I, I, I would totally To prove a point, it. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like, d Mayfair doesn't deserve for me to wear that shirt. You well, know? Mayfair probably doesn't have shirts. Yeah, true. They, they just have the stickers that go on the back of trucks with big big tires. Yeah, huge tires. Exactly. That makes total sense. So, Milliken won the Moore League. Julie, hey, that was a good game, though, that we went to. Yeah. Under the lights at Blair Field, the only Blair game that day, which doesn't usually happen. Usually it's a 3.30 game and a 6.30 game. This was dead center, 6 o'clock. Hell of a game. A lot of hitting, which was cool. That doesn't happen in the Moore League nowadays. Well, there was no water. The water was broken in Blair Field. Mm. So the ball was really moving off the And I was spitting seeds, so imagine it was a pretty salty time in my mouth. True. Very true. Milliken's pitching staff looks actually pretty good. That one guy, Aguiar, Julian Aguiar, he was dealing. And then all of a sudden, he didn't really he didn't really have it anymore. Are you sure it's not Aguiar? I think it's Aguiar. Okay. Well, he just didn't have it anymore. They brought in Kelly Hawkshaw. He went there and freaking shut the door. Not too bad. More league playoff or uh, CIF playoffs. Know who was there? Former big leaguer, friend of the show, Mike Gallup. Yeah. Comes out to support his old school. It was a huge game for him. It was a huge game. Huge game. How cool was it at the end of the game when Spud was talking to us about what, like, what was going on? First off, Lakewood got so much better this year. They played La Mirada, who I hate La Mirada, by the way. I mean, I, I like La Mirada because I went to school there. It's a great city. Right. Good but Applebee's. The, the, yeah, but the freaking the, the school is just brutal. They played La Mirada in like a doubleheader and got blown out by a billion against those guys. They ended up finishing like 12 and 18 overall, but they looked good down the stretch. They can swing it a little bit. So I, I forgot what I was talking about, but oh, Spud. It was cool when Spud was talking to us and then he told me he appreciates us coming out, even uh, blue bloods like me, because I'm a Milliken yeah. guy. Well, and then we, you know, we were talking to the winners of the Milliken game, all the coaches, and mm -hmm. they, they invited us out to go celebrate the win at Dempsey's. Yeah. And then we went to see Spud, and he, him and his coaching staff were like, ah, we're going to go talk this one over at Joe Joe's. Mm -hmm. Remind me of old old Gooch. You remember old Gooch's story? Yep. What, who is that, Bob Lemon? Or, or who's the the famous manager from Long Beach? Well, Bob Lemon's a big deal. It's probably him. He, he always said, what do you do when you win a game? And he goes, I go to celebrate it in a bar. Yeah. What do you do when you lose a game? I drink it away in a bar. Uh, well, that's See, us. That's, that's, that's what it's all about, and the Morley coaches are great at it. Well, that's us. Uh, I can only s assume that Andy Hall with the bye was clubbing. I think he was. I think he was. You have to at that point. He was probably down at – Emily, what's the place on Pine? Hip spot? Sevilla. Sevilla, yeah. 
Breaking news, Andy Hall was maybe at Sevilla dancing. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a good dancer. I've seen him. So, uh, CIF playoffs in action this week. Will, John, will the Moore League win a game? Uh, yes. You say yes. Well, do we have Conant pitching for Milliken? I'm not sure who's getting the start for Milliken in game one because they got Milliken's got some depth in the pitching rotation. Yep. Which, you know, sometimes leads to a deep run into, in, in the playoffs. But like I say always, you can't score while your team is pitching. Yeah, I think we're going to win a game. Are you going to the Milliken game tomorrow? I think I am. We have that interview. We have a big interview for next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see. But we're going to get the win. Milliken plays Marietta Valley. Lakewood at Crescenta Valley. A lot of Valley schools around here. It's, like, super cool. That's pretty good. You guys like that one? That was something. And then Wilson's at Catella. I think Wilson has a good chance of winning. Catella plays in some freaking weak sauce league, and so I think Wilson has a good chance. Well, Willow turns into Catella. Which is basically part of Long Beach. Which is basically part of Long Beach. And then all was Catella have a deli and a horse racing facility? Yeah, but it's a good horse racing facility. Yeah. California Chrome came out of there. California Chrome did come out of there. What? The well, racetrack's closing down? Well, breaking news. How do we know breaking, this? Wait, breaking news. We don't usually do horse racing, but horse Jeez racing. Louise. Wait, the horse racing tracks at Los Alamitos are on the way out. Catella has no chance in this game then. So yeah, could tell. So Wilson. So Wilson's so already advanced Rod, to the you're second guaranteeing round. Guaranteeing Wilson the win. If Catella beats Wilson, I will go to Catella and eat a Mon- Monte Cristo sandwich from Catella Deli. That's the bet. That's the bet. That's I mean, but we it's not. On it. It's not good for me. We shook on it. I need to lower my cholesterol. We shook on it. Good luck to the more league schools. They haven't won in a, in a long time, dude. It's always one in a barbecue, but. I think we I think we got a chance here. I think we got a chance here. And and I need it, you know? I need it. It's something that more league baseball is like a big deal to us in this uh, city. Uh. And having our kids not go into the, deep into the playoffs and watching freaking like Edison win some games is it hurts me inside. I hate Edison. Same. Same. I mean it's, not not the guy. No, he's like, well, we needed him, but this other school is freaking brutal. Dude. Someone else would have discovered electricity, though, yeah. or whatever he did. Yeah. No, ben, wait, was it Ben Franklin? Was it Tom, no, it was Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison, yeah, but Ben Franklin technically did it first because of— Because he wrote the book. Because of the uh, the kite and whatnot, you know. That was Ben Franklin? Yeah. Well, Nerds. without Thomas Paine, none of them would have had the common sense of, all, of any of this. Exactly. So. Let's get into this interview. At Legends, we got head coach Alan Knipe. These guys— like we said earlier, are freaking so cool. Do you think we're where are we in Nick Amato's friend group? Top ten? Uh, if this was if this was MySpace, we'd be top eight. He's he's we'd one of my eight. top five friends, I'd say. Yeah, I mean Nick. You know what really ticks me off though? I, I don't want to ruin it. Actually, you got to listen to the interview. You got to listen to the interview. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. Okay. But hey, before we get to this interview, huh. huge news, John. You want to break the news? You can break it. You break it. It was your idea. Yeah, but you, you're the breaker. Oh, I'll break it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard already, the 908 app, not magazine. Well, the magazine's out too, but the 908 app is wait, live. Wait a second, Paul. Did I just hear you wrong? Did you say magazine? No, I said app. Well, darn. That sounds exciting. Tell the, me more. The app is live, John. The 908 app, your content hub for all things Long Beach. Things to do, original stories, daily videos of Chipboy. And your other boy, John Grossi. And also just, we have videos of other people. If you are like most people that don't want to watch Paul Slater all day long. Yeah. 
Wow. There's some other people on there. Yeah, those people suck. <laughs> Calendar of events. I, I like. What you. do you want to do? I like tomorrow? you, Marina. What Don't do you want to do tomorrow? <laughs> what do you want to do tomorrow? Uh, just check the freaking calendar yeah, events. Check the, check the calendar events. Uh, coupons or coupons. I mean, you could say it either way. Coupons. You want to go to Miyamo. You know Miyamo? That's the I clicked on that one. That's why. I, oh, Miyamo is a good coupon. Alan Partico has a good poop, 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 poopon? coupon. Great coupon. Great coupon. What is do they have? Coupon of mustard. Yeah, it is great coupon. Tr- two, <laughs> two. <laughs> Two chains likes Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon. We'll be at a great coupon for Grey Poupon. That's fun. something that we need to work on. Okay. Sorry. 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 Uh, the 908 app is a huge deal. If you like Long Beach, if you want to know what's going on. Well, it's the best local you got to go to the app store and you go type in lb908.com. If you do not know what anything we just said means because you don't like technology, I'm right there with you. Just give us a call and we'll walk you through the steps. For some, for some of the more mature listeners. Yeah, like yourself. Yeah. Anybody who's mentally 70 years or older like John Croce, you can call us. I, we got a new phone number, too, by the way. Do we, I don't want to give it out. but 562-430-2735. Mm-hmm. Give us a ring. Give us a ring, and we'll teach you how to put the app on your phone. We'll walk you through it step by step. That way, you can check our local search engine, the best ever created in Long Beach. It's the only one ever created in Long Beach, but it's the best one now, too, by the way. Download for free now on your device's app store. Nick Amato, if you're listening to this, you better put it on your phone and show me next time we're hanging out. Wow, welcome to the 700 Club, kid. Over here at Legend Sports Bar, the first modern American sports bar. That's true. That's what they say. Well, here we are. We are with the 2018 Men's Volleyball National Champs. Coach Allen Knipe, Nick Amato, middle. Good to have you guys. I know you guys have been busy, man, but uh, it's great that you can hang out with a couple of freaking jerks like us. So we appreciate. Hey, that. We, and also we don't we don't let legends sponsor the show unless the people are worthy. Can I just point that out? That's also true. That's a very big thing for us because awesome. because they would sponsor more shows. But we're like, well, we we only got it. You got to earn it. You have to earn it, and you did. You well, know? thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Verified winners. And you know, we did not invite you guys here last year. Just point that out. Also, also, we 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 weren't around, but yeah, true, uh, true, 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 true. But that just shows the uh, how you have to earn it. So, who who gets the most credit for this? Is it you, Coach Knipe? Is it your players, or is it us for tearing up Westwood that weekend, the night like on Thursday before the national championship? Oh, that, that's it's easy for you guys for tearing up Westwood. <laughs> Anytime there can be a black and gold invasion of Westwood, it's always a good thing. Oh, there was, there was. <laughs> we in, yeah. in all all two of the bars, all two of the bars. <laughs> We hit up Rocco's and, and the Beanery, and UCLA was like, wow, who is this Long Beach State? It, it's got to be nice that you have the best players in the country on your team. Is, does that kind of help everything out for you? Yeah, it's amazing how uh, some good recruiting can make for a good team. But, you know, yeah, we, but there's 23 guys in our program, by the way, and uh, it takes at least 14 guys to train every day with our, you know, seven starters on both sides. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's no doubt that some of our guys um, like you know TJ, Josh, and Kyle get a lot of the attention, and you know they do a lot of good things to deserve that. But we have a great group from top to bottom that un- that understood their role and the importance of uh, training hard every single day. It's first team, second team, it didn't really matter. So yeah, some great recruiting, but also more importantly, some identifying guys that were Long Beach State 
guys, guys that wanted to come in and grind and work and commit to something bigger than themselves. Is that what Nick is? Is Nick a Long Beach State guy? Oh, did Nick, uh, I, I had this conversation with his former uh, coach at, at Orange Coast, who was also my uh, assistant coach when I played here at Long Beach State, Mike D'Alessandro. And we were talking about Nick just the other day after the national championship. And uh, he was, you know, obviously telling me how great Nick is. And like I, like I didn't watch him play on Saturday night and realize how, how great he played. But uh, it was all good stuff. But I said, uh, my comment back to Mike was, you know, Mike, you've been around this program for a long time. And I think you would agree with me that Nick's one of those guys that could play on any of the teams from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. It didn't matter what kind of style of volleyball he was going to fit in because he's all in and how hard he works. And he doesn't care what his role is. He just wants to win. Nick, for you, what was – your game plan on that post-game court rush? What'd you go with? Did you go in the middle? Were you like uh, well, getting you know, low, getting low and dirty guy? Were you kind of off to the side? Uh, to be honest, like when that happened, after I hit the ball, I turned around. I see my teammates all rushing me. Uh, I was just overwhelmed with emotion. Like I, I was just locked in that full extended mode for a while. Next thing I know, I see. My buddies from the water polo team are about like four inches close <laughs> to my face. Yeah, the water polo guys get real close. Yeah, they that, get real close. Pitcher, right? He was the pitcher in the end of a baseball game. Everybody comes yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. He hit the last that is sweet. Did you guys dog pile? No, I don't, I don't think we did okay. actually. Because it would hurt. Were the water polo guys like taking their shirts off and stuff? That's just <laughs> <laughs> also I know. they scratch they and claw under the water out too. And everything. You got to be careful with those guys. <laughs> so you you had the final kill. Did uh-huh. what? Did you know it was coming? Like you know Josh was going to be be setting you middle or like what happened? Well, I mean, we kind of, like, for us, for, like, the middles, you got to understand, like, we're not a pin hitter. So, it's it can be hard to set the middle sometimes. And on top of that, we weren't killing our ball super consistently. So, it was really easy for Josh to just ride uh, TJ and Kyle, which is obviously the respectable thing to do. But we have this mindset, which is no matter what, expect the ball. So, for him to set me – I mean, yeah, like, I was shocked after, like, this this is it, like, we won. But I, you always have to expect the ball. Yeah. Coach, when you guys beat Ohio State in the semis, did, did you feel like you kind of got over the hump? Because, like, like we said, we tore up Westwood, so we knew you guys were going to win the okay. national championship before you guys started playing. But did you feel like you got over the, over the hump in that game? Yeah, you know, it's it's been a process. We've, we've lost in uh, in the 16 and 17 semifinals. Um, and, you know, it's it's a process of getting – you have to – you know, you have to bite off some before you can understand what the next step is. And I think, what, in, in 16 – in 16 we won uh, – we got to the semis by getting there as the at-large to the Final Four. In 17, we won the MPSF. The last year we were in the MPSF and got the automatic and lost in the semis. And then this year we win the first ever Big West, get the automatic win in the semis, and then win the national championship. So what I felt like is that, hey, this is part of our process. And as far as feeling good to knock out the, the back-to-back defending champs, it's not like they lost all their guys. They still had the last two, the two Final Four MVP, their outside hitter on that team, and a seven-foot opposite. Um, I felt pretty good about our chances. But to be honest with you, I felt pretty good about our chances of whatever way it shook out. I just like the order we got it. You know, to knock out the champs in the semis was a big deal for us because they they gave us so much service pressure. That's their their mo. They just bomb their serves, and then I thought it lined up a pretty nice opportunity for our guys to execute against uh, against UCLA at UCLA. That was going to be a pretty fitting way to to cap off a, a spectacular season. 
No, who doesn't give you service pressure is uh, the great waiters and waitresses at Legends. Yeah. You know, they let you make your choice. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. When I walked into Poly Pavilion <coughs> on that Ohio State game, and I see – I knew it was immediate win for Longwood State. You see Coach Knipe in his new age, like, yoga pants, like, whatever yeah, he wears. Like and then you see the other Ohio State right. guy dressed up like he's Richard Nixon. Very and I'm true. just like – How you old know, is that guy? This guy's not adapted to the new <laughs> it's new new age volleyball. Well, I'll tell you, Pete's been there a while. He's has, everyone celebrated my 300th win this year, and he got his 700th win at Ohio State this year. He's a, a tremendous coach and a great friend of mine. So I, to be honest with you, where the, the dress thing came from me is that when I was coaching the USA team, you have to wear the team sweats during the game. Everyone has to look the same. Okay. And when I came back, I just couldn't muster getting into any sort of dress-up type gear um, yeah, I so get it. Once, you, go, once you go vegan, you don't go back. Right. I, I understand, Coach. As comfortable as I possibly <laughs> you look, be. You look very hip out there. <laughs> uh, what is your pitch? I'm not even worried about Ohio State, but, but when you're recruiting over like a Hawaii or a UCLA, how are we getting the top talent to the beach? What are you telling them? It's the best volleyball school in the country. It's the best place um, in, to live in the country. We have the, the greatest facility to play in, in the country, and we have the greatest fans in the country. Um, and when they come here, the way we're going to train them, They'll be able to go play on the national team or go play professionally overseas because they'll be the best volleyball player they can possibly be coming out of our program. Wow. Yes, I'll come play. That's, uh, you know, I, I was getting a lot of heat from, from UCLA, but I'm, I'm, you got me for next, right. for next year. If you You're need, in. I got an LL, NLI you need a in the car. You need a middle? Okay. All right. well, well, we got Nick This guy? Nah. Nick, so now that you guys have won the national title and, you know, the the expectation you met it all that good stuff how pissed are you that you didn't go with a perfect season <laughs> um because i mean we're kind of pissed to be honest me and him well we expect perfection it's it's one of those things where once we lost we were able to just accept it you know and so what was you know losing is not great obviously no one likes to lose you know but the great thing about that loss was we had we were able to take something from it. So it was a huge growing point. And so we, we take something from every game. We try and do our best to teach every, uh, treat every game like it was a loss so we can learn something from it. You know, because we believe even though we win, we can learn something. But this that loss really tested, like, our mental strength as well as our emotional strength on how to come out and be more prepared. You know, so... I think even though we didn't get a perfect record, obviously, it was awesome. it was a healthy record. It was a healthy record. <laughs> you know, yeah. if that makes sense. <laughs> you can <could> say that. <laughs> you can say that it was a healthy record. Did, I mean, it didn't even I – don't, I don't even count losses at Hawaii because it's, like, impossible to, to play there anyways. It's, like, not even a real place. It's, like, <laughs> it's like downtown L.A. It's like One Oak. Yeah. You ever been to One Oak? Yeah, it doesn't no. exist. Doesn't All right, good. You don't want to be at One Oak. Uh, now, people talk now, like in baseball, if someone goes to the World Series, they talk about, oh, those arms had to throw a bunch, so it's gonna, they're going to be tired for next year. In volleyball, it's like your hands and your butts are sore because of all the high fives and the butt slaps. <laughs> so, like, what, what are you guys doing? Are you guys, like, sitting on ice? Are you uh, – yeah, how are we going to get ready for next year? I mean, that's a lot of high fives. We have a great athletic training staff. Okay. <laughs> You know, so uh, shout out to Brian Martin. We just go, hey, Brian Martin, you know, uh, Kyle Enston kind of slapped me pretty hard yeah. last night at the game. You know, he checks it out, sees, yeah, you got a nice five-star there. And <laughs> we sit, sit on some ice and we norm attack. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Good. You guys do have the highest morale out of any team in the country. I don't want to, you know, it's like you compare things or whatnot, but 
high morale national championship. It's true. Well, and our facilities allow the highest morale. Very, very true. So. <laughs> that is that's yeah. very true. Coach, could this team beat the 2012 Olympic team? Oh, wow. I, I thought you were going to go with it. You're going to pull uh, like another Long Beach State team. A lot, I've heard that question a lot, like the 91 team. Um, yeah, you can't even compare it, to be honest with you. You're, you're dealing with these guys aren't close to their volleyball peak yet. You know, um, they are maybe at their collegiate team peak, but individually, there's still a lot of growth for a lot of these guys. And when you're talking about guys that have been to two and three Olympics, they, they're pretty experienced at that point. So I think that would be a tall order for any college team of any time to, 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 to do that. But uh, I do like I do like this group in the sense of um, people have asked like different generational teams that have been great along the year, you know, whether it's Long Beach State or not, or even ours, how would we match up? And, you know, technically or athletically, we could probably evenly match up with a lot of teams, but execution tactically team culture um execution yeah i take this group over a lot of teams this team never lost to russia though that's that's, <laughs> that's a good news that that's a true. good thing yeah that's, that's Un good. undefeated against russia for sure uh nick does it piss you off i don't know if you're always on like on josh's team during practice but if you're not does it piss you off when he goes over on two she seems kind of like kind of a <laughs> it's a dick move yeah, it's a dick honesty. move it's a dick move <laughs> i mean yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah, it gets me every time because I want to block everything. Yeah. You know, and so when he's running along the net and everything's happening so fast, the next thing I know the ball bounces off the 10-foot line because he's left-handed <laughs> and he can just throw that thing straight down. Or if he sets it over, you know, when he's back row and that ball hits the ground, you're just like, you didn't even give me a, a chance to try and stop you, you know. So it's, a very, it's very frustrating. But, <laughs> I mean, when I'm on his side of the net, like – Man, I'll let that kid swing at any ball. Like he, I mean, he hits like 700 when he dumps. So the the situations he went over and doing were just like it was impressive, like big time. Is points. that like normal? Do you guys know he's going to well, do that? Was, what I, you know, one thing of it with Josh being offensive, one he's left-handed, and we have so much talent around him, it makes it very difficult for them to game plan for him. But Josh is such a tremendous teammate; he feels it's it's a very selfish thing to do when he should be distributing the ball. Um, it was actually a big push down the stretch for us to try to continue to remind him that his uh, his ability to stay offensive creates even more stress for our opponent and makes us better. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, us pushing him to be offensive, I never imagined that he would be as offensive as he was in the biggest moments that he was. You know, the game the game ending dump that he had against Ohio State really wasn't a planned dump or even a try to dump. It was that if you watch the video, um, Kyle Insing and TJ get – they, they kind of bump into each other and Kyle goes down and there really wasn't a great option for him to set and he wasn't sure so he just said I'm going to take a chance here and see if they're not paying attention and get this down but the other ones the big dumps against Ohio State and against BY I mean I'm sorry against Ohio State and UCLA at some big time moments both of them I think were like 25 24 23 mm -hmm. in both sets of the four set he had the ability to dump the ball, and they weren't reacting to him, and he knew that was going to happen. But his confidence to do it, um, knowing that even if he didn't kill that ball, nobody was going to react negatively because we have so much confidence in his decision-making. Is he the best setter you've ever, you've ever had? Absolutely. And we've had some amazing setters, you know. Uh, but his ability to keep the tempo of our offense, which is really fast, uh, from whether he's at the net or 10 feet off the net and locate the ball and then his demeanor being completely consistent all the time, d just giving confidence to every player on the team that 
don't worry about it. You give me a good pass, bad pass, high pass, low pass, and we're still going to side out. Uh, makes you a significantly better team. We were watching the Ohio State game, and he made – first off, like I don't understand how he can run away from the court and then back set on a freaking dime right to TJ, you know. And then everybody in the crowd is just like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. super rattled. I don't know. It was just well, it was also a good move on that Ohio State game. He just he actually said it, it didn't even land in, but we just called it in. I don't oh, know if yeah. you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's kind of the easiest ones to do because then, you know, no, no one's really suspecting exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So they don't even go for it. Coach, so real quick, uh, we're fun guys. Quick uh, make sports fun again. Can Why do you have to bring that green card to the ref to show the replays yeah. for the replay? Why can't you just tell them? I don't understand. Yeah, it's it's I maybe for TV, maybe for people around the arena to figure out what's happening because I can go talk to the ref about a couple other things, maybe not a challenge, maybe I'm arguing something. So they want to see for TV, I think, that, oh, he's challenging this call. It's kind of like the yellow flag in football, right? I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. for the ref necessarily. It's for everybody else to see what's happening. Okay. But we're, we're, we're in the, the dinosaur ages of our challenge system. We're still trying to figure that thing out as a sport. Yeah. Um, but at least we have it. Yeah, that's true. It's just I just feel like it's ridiculous when you obviously you want to challenge something and you go to the rev and you say, "Hey, I'm trying to challenge," and he's like, "Excuse me, sir, you don't have your I green card. card." Yeah, I know. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, internationally, you just give him uh, the C hand gesture, which would probably make a little more sense, right? Yeah, uh, not in Long Beach. You don't. We're wanna, trying to. You do not want to throw that up in Long Beach. <laughs> uh, now, how much, as a player and a coach, is it Bjorn's dad that's always doing the standing up? No, it's you, Simone. 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 Yeah. yeah. Are you feeding off that? Uh, I think everybody in the arena has to be feeding off that. I think yeah. he's trying to copy Nick, but I'll let Nick talk yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, he just does the block every time. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome looking up and seeing Simone's dad. He reminds me of um, like a Wall Street banker out of Wolf of Wall Street or something <laughs> like that. Just always hyped up, but he brings, he brings a lot of energy. And um, obviously we get a lot of energy from our teammates in the crowd. But then you see Simone's dad, like, four rows up, just banging his chest. You're like, all right. I think some of the best <laughs> Twitter videos I've seen are about the people who were able to capture his celebrations and put it on. Like, I think Andy Feet put one on there. Like, who's, who else is excited about men's volleyball and has the, one of our <laughs> Simone's dad yeah. go nuts? Also, I mean, he's essentially doing, like, up-down. That's not easy. That's like <laughs> – I cannot stand up and down that many right. times. It's well, I would like to be the person behind him. He's a big dude, too, and he's <laughs> yeah. standing up the whole time. It's also every point. <laughs> There's one very pissed off hand every, every <laughs> Long Beach State volleyball game. That's true. That's a good point. How, Nick, how does the, the bench mob work? How do Like, who runs the bench mob? Oh, that's all Matt Butler, number okay. three. Yeah. He, he kills that. Um, and so we just, we just have our things for each player and each other, and it's a – <clears throat> it's a way for us on the court because sometimes when you're playing, you're feeling a lot of pressure, but you're thinking about the game. You're not really thinking about how, like, you're reacting. You know, some things are just so second nature. You don't even think about it. But then you hear, like, a chant from, like, your boys, you know, or you just hear all this support from your boys, and then <clears throat> it reminds you you're not alone. It's not just you seven guys out there. It's all 23 of you, and that's part of what it is playing against Long Beach is, is you're not playing against seven or eight kids. You're playing against 23 as one single force that are going to come at you as hard as they can no matter what. Coach, did you, when did you kind of let this whole thing roll? Like, some coaches suck, and they don't let that kind of yeah. stuff happen. When, when did you just like, hey, do your thing? You know, I have some basic rules with it. I mean, if it's fun and it's positive, we're not trying to talk directly across the net. We're trying to infuse energy to our guys. Um, then I want it to be fun. It's a collegiate sporting event. It shouldn't feel like a job. And 
Also, it's their pure, you know, unbridled energy and passion of their program. And they're also checking their ego at the door to do that. All these guys are tremendous volleyball players and they're not on the court. And if they're willing to celebrate their team's success like that, then there's no individual goals, you know, trumping our team goals. Then I, I want to foster it. I'm always... Uh, I'm always trying to be on the fence of it as far as I, I never want to come across as negative or arrogant or, you know, demonstrative to, our, to the opponent. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying just to give pure energy to our team. I wouldn't like playing volleyball because you have to stand up when you're on the bench. As, <laughs> yeah, a, as a guy who most tough. likely would be on the bench, I would prefer to sit. <laughs> I know. How about uh, that rule? I, that's it's, it's not even a rule. It's just kind of a – it's an uns- they're allowed to sit on the bench. Just no team does. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. It, well, now we know. That's well, just the well, coaches. guys because we have so many coaches on our bench, there's no room for them. They have to stand. <laughs> you guys put out enough chairs? See, that's the thing. Who's <laughs> put out another row? Yeah, who's the one that's supposed to do that? But it is, that, you know, it is uh, one of those things internationally. With you know, you, it, it started just by staying active, moving around, push ups, sit ups, just moving around. Because if you have to jump into a match. Uh, with a zero warm-up at all. Imagine, you know, you're a baseball player, and they go, okay, call to the bullpen, no warm-up pitches, no warm-up on the mound, nothing, just come right into the game. So you're just trying to stay mm-hmm. active. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Why is Nick McRae the best assistant coach in the country? Well, probably because he's straight out of Long Beach, right? He's Long Beach, Long Beach, Long Beach, right? He's, ask his dad. Uh, but, no, Nick is, uh, Nick is the hardest-working coach possible. I mean, he uh, – doesn't matter what time I try to get in. I think he has GPS on my car. He's going to beat me in every time. If I get in at 7, he'll be already in at 6.30, had a lift. Um, but he's, he's just totally committed. He's the most unselfish person you've ever been, been around. He's incredibly bright as a coach. But also, he's uh, – and I've had lots and lots of coaches on my staff over the year. The number one trait you want is someone who can be a self-starter. He doesn't need a list from me. There's, we have staff meetings, obviously, but he's going to figure out things that he should be doing. If there's time to do something, he's already on it. And most of the time, I'll say, hey, I was thinking, hey, we should get ahead on this team. He's, he's going to hand me a folder. Hey, wait, I, I already got all the stats together, the shot charts together. I knew this was coming. Um, he's just all in. He's a great guy. Talk about a guy who used to uh, talk over the net. Yeah. You ever see that guy play? Who, Nick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw him play a little bit. He ended up, we recruited him. Oh, he, talk, he, t- he talked more to the other team than he did to, uh, to his own team, I would That's say. That's very true. You can't, don't say too much good stuff about him because other people are listening. Concordia, they might freaking take him. That's right. <laughs> well, he's, there's, there's been some people that have already tried to take him. That's one thing about Nick. He's all in, and in, he had a couple of opportunities already that he said, no, I'm, I think his quote to Andy Fee was, I got the greatest job in America right now. I'm not going anywhere. He's also very good at media relations. Uh, I hope you know that he has extended a few in and out uh, coupons that was there, were in his office to Long Beach 908. There you go. So that's basically the reason we're interviewing you guys right now. <laughs> Thanks we, a lot, Nick. We, we uh, <laughs> got a free double-double. So um, Now, I know volleyball a little bit better than Paul, so I'm not going to compare this team to an Olympic team. But I am going to ask you what the difference is between coaching the two. Yeah, uh, there's not, there's really not a lot as far as the X's and O's. This is a pretty high-level team, um, and I have more time with this team than I have with the Olympic team because what happens with the national team is, you're, you're with them most of the summer, but they're playing professionally overseas, so you get them in these like six-week blocks, and so you feel rushed. Like here we go, we got to get going. It's kind of like an all, like te- coaching an all-star team, where. A college team, you have four years with most of them, if not five, and then you, every year you have this nice slow climb through the fall into our spring sports. So we have a lot of time to to get guys up to speed and work on things. 
Um, so the actual coaching of the game is not a whole lot of different. I think the difference of the job is is that you feel like you're coaching a pro sport when you're coaching the national team. It's all volleyball all the time. And when you're coaching at Long Beach State, then you're recruiting and you're fundraising and you're speaking and you have other obligations that take big chunks of your time. So it's just a balance of trying to make sure that you stay um, true to being volleyball first in a setting that doesn't always allow it. Do your sons play volleyball? Uh, yeah, well, I've, I have two boys. One's all volleyball now, and uh, my other one is a baseball nut. Okay. And he's a freshman baseball player, and my junior one is a junior volleyball player. Okay. Do you, how do you, do you recruit those guys? Are you allowed to? Can you even talk to your sons at home? <laughs> no, we're not allowed to talk. I, I, I can only say hi. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. No, but my baseball one, uh, yeah, he's, there's no way he's crossing over to volleyball. Really? Um, okay. He, he loves it. It's a spring sport. But my, uh, my junior is uh, going to be a freshman at Long Beach State, and he's already committed to come play for us. Wow. And I'm excited about that. And, you know, he's, uh, he's made that announcement as an early commitment, so we're excited about that. How did he make the announcement? Did he wake up? He and did say, himself. Hey, he, yeah, he did it all on his Instagram stuff, so I'm proud oh, of it. It's, uh, that's cool. But, uh, it's a, it, we're excited to have him, so it'll be fun stuff. All right. I can't believe you let your kids have Instagram. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. You, you thought I was impressive with my, my gear at the game. Your, your gear is impressive. <laughs> Can I get some of those sweats? Like, I feel like people would think I was a lot cooler if oh, I had them. man. I don't know. Those are high level. Those, those are, are high level. Are those Lululemon? Oh, absolutely. Oh, they are. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, come on. See, hey, well, you can't fit in Lulu, Lululemon. Hey, but if you're going to squat down and timeouts like that all the time, yeah, you got to have true. some, you know, if not, you never know. Okay. So this is going to air after they celebrate you guys at Blair Field, but what do you think it's going to be like throwing out the first pitch? Is it going to be you, Nick? Um, I hope not because <laughs> Grandma in third row better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, her, name is, her name is Arlene. Don't Arlene? <laughs> yeah. She's a local, but um, I don't think I am. I think Josh might be. Okay. Um, if I am, then sweet but i it's it's gonna be cool you know to get honored especially down at blair field where um like dirtbag baseball for long beach is a big thing mm -hmm. you know and for them to take the time out of like their game to honor us who play over here at the pyramid it really shows like a collective gathering of like the community and like the love like long beach has for long beach state you know so it's a very cool thing we're real stoked to be there we'll be stoked to be there as well john Thanks We're for talking for me, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I might begrudgingly go. I don't know. We're over here at uh, Legends Sports Bar, obviously. I'm kind of pissed. Nobody got a drink, so I couldn't get one. But You want a Bloody Mary, Coach? Uh, no, I'm good right now. I, I appreciate that. It doesn't mean I, I wouldn't love to have one right now. But uh, we, we can come back another day. Well, he's That's on right. the clock. He's on the clock. Well, right. yeah, I'm he's, on the clock. He's working. Well, well, we are too. but Yeah, we're working too. We're working hard. <laughs> uh, what, what would you get if you were going to eat food right now? Oh, here? Yeah. Um, man. So Nick's going the, wings. The legendary wings, those are very good. Yeah, you know. Um, the burger's I'm kinda, good. I'm kind of big on their chicken sandwich here, to be honest wow. with you. Chick Sandy. Yeah, so can't go wrong with that either. Mm -mm. Right? You ever get the fish and chips on a nice Friday during March Madness, watch a couple games? Oh. March Madness is, is never a factor for us in the middle of our season. Oh, that's oh, very true. 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 We don't true, get true, to partake true. in much March Madness. That kind of sucks. That kind of yeah. sucks. Do uh, you guys have all of your – like ceremonies here, right? Your what was it called? 
when they do the yeah the uh, hazing NCAA selection, <laughs> selection. Show. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that here that's year. pretty sweet yeah it's great they they're awesome they open it up early have breakfast for the guys anytime we can have food for the guys they're all in doesn't matter you know right. doesn't matter a whole lot but we do it a place like this with some history it's always good for me too because I remember uh, we didn't have a selection show way back in a million years ago when I played. But we did have what they did is the game used to be on CBS back then, and it was a it was a week delayed. So it was cool as we got back from Hawaii, and then as a team we came in here, and when they first showed it, the week later delayed, we got to watch it here. No way! Did Vern so, Lundquist announce? Vern Lundquist. No did he way! Really? No, yes, you he had Vern. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Lundquist, which was great. Absolutely. Now the older we've the gotten, bump, the more. That's it. <laughs> He spikes it. Well, that and when he's calling out the, the center instead of you know the center. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff, but it, it, it puts it in perspective. Now you pop that thing in the VHS tape and watch how bad the quality is. What and these guys have everything from getting off the bus to eating to the you know HD pictures yeah. and video. We have one old videotape that looks shoddy to to go back on, but it's really cool because these guys are going to have uh, just their whole. Their, their whole experience, they're going to have it in memory and video, real-time video, and uh, they'll be able to keep some keepsakes so that they'll be able to show the rest of their life that they'll be impressed with. Are, were, you, were you the first coach to win a national championship that was also a player? No. Um, ah. No, I think there's, there's four. Second? No, there's a couple of guys. If someone told me that at the, at the match, there's four. Okay. Um, I don't know um, off the top. I know Bob Yoder at USC did it. Um, can't remember the other one, to be honest with you right now. I know Lindy said John Sprott did it. He was the current national team coach and UCLA coach. And there's someone there's someone else in there, um, Rod Wild, who was the Pepperdine coach. Okay. Rod Wild. Yeah. Well, we, we broke the news that you were the first one to do that it of all time. sounds way better that way. Yeah. yeah. Let's just roll with that. Well, we're, we're not reflect <laughs> on history, guys. We're make history, guys. So go. Our disclaimer is that we, we never do any research on anything. <laughs> yeah. So. We are the research, yeah. right? I mean, we're the podcasters here. That's true. But you know what? It is, it is special to do it um, as a player and a coach, but it's more it, – it, it probably means more that you do it as a player coach at your alma mater. You know, obviously you can only do it as a, at your alma mater as a player. But as a coach, you have the choice to go other places and coach others. So the chance to do it both for Long Beach State makes it even that much better. We do – we finish all of our interviews with a set of rapid-fire questions, okay? We call these hitting lines. All right, well – yeah. So it's been a while since I've been in a hitting line. <laughs> Nick, we'll start with you first, okay? Because Coach probably won't answer this correctly. <laughs> Who's your least favorite school in the country? UCLA. Ooh, love it. Yeah, I like that love answer. It. Coach, you wouldn't have answered that. You would have said, every oh, everybody, okay. <laughs> oh, then he hates everyone. Oh, that's yeah. like us. That's like us, yeah. We hate everyone, too. The uh, next one is the answer. The next school on your schedule. Yeah. Uh, how many beers did you have at EJ's after the game? None. Nice. I had 30. Good answer. <laughs> Coach, what's your favorite TV show? I get to choose TV shows. I have kids in my house. Um, doesn't happen very often. I think probably the one that uh, we would go to as a family would be the Impractical Jokers. Oh, I've seen that. Whoa. I just, it, it, for whatever reason, I just, it, it kills me watching that show. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, just the nerve of the stuff they pull off. That's impressive that you watch that show without watching March Madness, because that's the only reason why I watched that. After well, I, I, I wouldn't know anything about that show if, if I had been my boys, like, you got to watch this. Really? But, so wow. it, it's turned into our family favorite show. What a time. What a good, nice time with the Nipe household. Yeah. <laughs> Nipe, uh, old Niper. There you go. He's never invited us over, which is also weird. Yeah. Uh, how many guys are coming back next year out of 23? 
We have five seniors. We have five seniors, and and Bjorn's the one 18. starter that uh, that is not coming back. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Yeah. We all like him. He's <laughs> he's had a tremendous year for us. We're gonna miss him dearly, but uh, not not a better thing for a senior to do to win your last game. Only only a few people can say that they win in their senior year. That's true. And they uh, they go going out in style on the 18th, right? That's true. So. That's true. Nick, what's your least favorite beverage? Probably horchata. <laughs> what? Are you out of your I mind? Can't stand horchata. Oh god, get me? this guy off the podcast. Are you serious? Yeah. Horchata. Alright. I can't stand Hey, it. I respect you. I respect you. Do you hate burritos too? Love burritos. Oh my god. Okay. There's no horchata. <laughs> How sad are you that AI is gone? That's actually pretty devastating. Yeah. Yeah, we felt it too. We felt um, it too. That was a great spot, man. Yeah. It didn't like, have to go like the way it did. Yeah. But you know what? We move on. Second Street moves on. Um, <laughs> there's a pretty funny picture of, uh, on our alumni Facebook page of a whole bunch of former players standing in front of AI with frowns. <laughs> right before they uh, to Oh, I, f- I feel it too. We're, we're all suffering yeah, from that. Yeah, we and, hurt. Uh, we hurt. We but hurt. We'll, we'll, we, we will move like, on. Like you said, we'll move on though. We'll yeah, move on. I'm sure another awesome place will open up. And Dogs is supposed to be reopening too. Yeah. So, yeah. And like you guys, we finished up as winners as well at AI. We yeah. went out on top, so yeah. that was good. <laughs> True. Uh, what's what's the weirdest place you're going to take that trophy? Oh, jeez. Um, Do, does everyone get it for a week? No. It's like the Stanley Cup. Okay, no. That's okay. why they get their own miniature one. Yeah. Oh, you guys get your oh, own miniature okay. one. They all get their miniature ones. Well, that's, oh, that's nice. Do they give one to everyone in the whole NCAA, one. too, like a little plaque? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking trophy generation over here. <laughs> well, I think the weirdest place so far might have been just hey, – all the people who got to do whatever they wanted with it, EJ Malloy's the other night. I found it outside a couple of times in the parking oh, yeah. lot getting pictures. I was, all over, <laughs> I was all over that thing. I got multiple pictures with it. What what positions would we be if we were on your team? We wouldn't have to start, but just like. Yeah, there's no way you guys would start. Right but, uh, uh, coach, I, I would. coach, how about evaluating a player before you make a decision? Yeah, true. Well, you learn a lot from an interview. It's kind of like a recruiting process. You know? <laughs> uh, but I would say that uh, – you know, you guys, you guys would be solid uh, scout team serving subs. Oh boy, Come on. my jump's not too bad. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I actually think you know, with 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 your guys' quick wit and your fire, I bet you guys could sneak onto the court there. Come on. Yeah, you I'm, could, I'm you an could outside. Bring some points to us. I'm an outside. Well, if we were able to sneak into the entire dentistry school of UCLA on Thursday night, I think we can <laughs> yeah. sneak onto the court. There's no doubt. Uh, actually, if you guys need your teeth fixed, we're now we've been through the school. We've been through dentistry school. So. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Congrats on the national title. That's awesome. You did it for everybody. So awesome. that's thanks cool. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, uh, we'll see you soon. Hey, uh, 2019 at the Pyramid uh, Final Four. So, you know, we'll re- we'll just say that you're going to repeat because we're already one for one. So, <laughs> you might as we might as well go with it. I love it. We'll get we'll get after it because our boys are, are are certainly aware of where the Final Four is next year. Thanks, guys. All right, thank <laughs> you. Love it. Flippers and all. Wow. I'm pretty upset that we don't get to hang out with Nick Amato at AI. That's true. But we can hang out with Legends. Yeah. Because we've already done it. It's natural. It's in our wheelhouse. It's in our wheelhouse. Pop, pop. He would have liked that turkey club I got. It was so good. I'm so, I'm, I, like I said, that interview was great. I had a great time with those guys. Old Niper, huh? Old Niper. Yep. I saw him on Saturday, too. I saw everyone on Saturday. That's cool. That's cool. What, what, did they all recognize you? You think those other guys want to be on the show? After they listen to this, they're going to want to be on the show. Be, or they might be scared because they're not fighters like Nick Amato. Yeah. 
Do you think Coach Knife's going to buy me pants? I don't know. I don't see, like we said earlier, I don't know if you could fit into those pants. They're Actually, stretchy. they're stretchy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah. It's like the only pants I can fit into. Wow. That might be actually a new brand. Lululemon. Yeah, what is that? I don't know what that means. I think they're girl pants, but guys started the guys wearing them. guys are wearing them? Yeah, guys are starting to wear them. Hybrid? What's up with these pants that, that just like look ridiculous and they're all scrunchy and then they're called joggers? Yeah. Who's jogging in them? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like joggers. Yeah, they look ridiculous. Back in the day, like my dad used to wear joggers, you know? Like old people would always wear those things. The, one, the ones with the elastic on the bottom? Sweats, yeah. And now now you got these joggers all of a sudden. It's supposed to be hip. It used to not be hip before. How come I can't just wear blue jeans all the time? Well, it's not hip anymore. Well, that's what I do. That's why you're not hip. It's easy. You, does Lululemon make blue jeans, anybody? No. No. Wow. Little idea for you here, Lululemon. Stretchy material that looks like blue jeans. Yep. All I know is Alan Knife looks good on that sideline. Okay, they're they're called jeggings. They're already been invented. Sorry, sorry everybody. All right, I'm. Are you pissed? Oh, great interview, but are you pissed? Yes. Let's move on. <laughs> grind my gears. I got a cup. I I just got one. I have multiple grind my gears, but I'm just gonna say one because we don't have time to talk about everything. Okay. And what's the one thing that we all want that we can't get enough of? Time. Time. Grind my gears. So I'm following on Twitter the other day, and I get this notification about uh, All-Americans. DeFalco is first-team All-American for Volley Mob or whatever whatever it's called. Volleyball. Yeah, but it's called Volley Mob. That's oh. like the thing. Uh, Nick Amato, third-team All-American for Volley Mob. That's BS. He should be first. I totally agree. He's on my first team. But let me tell you about this that I heard. Tuaniga, Josh Tuaniga, the setter who is Coach Knipe's best setter of all time, he said. He's the best one he's ever had. Only a junior. Wins player of the year, according to, like, NCAA or whatever. Player of the year. Best player in the whole country. Volley Mob puts this guy as a second-team All-American. Not, he doesn't, he doesn't get the player of the year. Doesn't even get first-team All-American. He gets second-team All-American. Second-best setter in the country. Unbelievable. How does that make any sense? Well, it's pure laziness, Paul, because what they saw was he already had two in his name, two Aniga, so they put him in the second. If it was one yeah. Aniga, I bet he'd be the first team. Mm-hmm. But what if it was three Aniga? He'd be third team. See. See, but that's classic volley mob. So freaking internationally <laughs> biased. <laughs> Do you know a lot about volley mob? I know. I scrolled through their Twitter for about... Two minutes, and I saw that it only was about international guys. Yeah, everyone hates America because they want to be us. This Nicholas Scherzer guy from Ohio State, who we freaking smoked in the semifinals, by the way, wins player of the year. And just because his name's spelled with no H, Nicholas with no H. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, and his name starts with S-Z-C, which is extremely European, by the way. This guy all of a sudden wins player of the year. He didn't do nothing. So he probably goes by Nico. Yeah. Like... Like, if he was our producer, he'd be producer Nico. Nico, yeah. <laughs> See, but that freaking pisses me off. Volley Mob not doing their research. Why don't you just watch the game? The match, by the way. I'm sorry. Match, 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 match. A set point. Yeah. Watch, just watch. Yeah. Tuaniga is the best player in the country this year. I'm just saying. Pisses me off, too. You know what else pisses me off, Paul? Hmm. You know how I was telling you I, I saw all these cool guys, our friends, Alan Knipe, uh, Nick Amato at, at, on Saturday? Mm -hmm. Well, you know where I was. 
Blair. Blair Field. Yeah. Watching our dirtbags uh, smoke the uh, Gauchos, Gauchos from yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah, Good yeah. game. But I hate the Gauchos. Here's the deal. Okay. First of all, I get immediately profiled in when I sit down. You know, classic me just being, you know, likable, handsome. Some college girl comes and picks me to do the the pony races during the the game. Mm-hmm. I get it. Everyone wants to see me. Mm-hmm. Like you want to get ratings up. So mm-hmm. so now I'm seventh inning stretch or no, it's like six inning six inning stretch. I'm the guy racing the pony, hopping up and down on the big inflatable pony in the in the fifty meter whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all great. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. Now, I'm racing three other people. And the idea is it's an inflatable pony that you bounce up and down on. Mm-hmm. They say go. This guy basically just runs with the pony in between his legs to the finish line, gets first place. It's problematic. I'm thinking, is this a pony race? Or we, if it was Quidditch, if it's just like put the broom between your legs and run, then that's what it would be, Paul. But that's not what but it it's was. But it's not, can you run with something in between your legs? It's are you going to hop up and down on the inflatable pony? So here I get a very honest second place. Well, this guy is taking the glory. Everyone's cheering for oh some schmuck. I don't know what his name was. We're, the three of us are back in the in the end. We're hopping up and down. He's waving at the crowd because he finished way in front of us because we're hopping. I hate that. And no one, no one from top to bottom administration at Long Beach State wants to take a stand and say no. This is not who we want to be as a program. We do not want to encourage cheaters. We do not want to encourage liars. And this guy wins what? Some gift card? I don't. You keep the gift card, bud. You need it because you're a cheater. Yeah. Oh man, that really ticks me off. By the way, <laughs> oh, I'm I, not happy. I don't know if you can it. tell, but I'm real pissed. Yeah, I know. Because because I played by the rules and I lost, Paul. And well, I actually won. I won. Well, yeah. Well, what do they always say? Nice guys finish last. Nice guys finish last. But that's not how it should be. But you can be a mean guy that plays by the rules that's honest. Yeah. It's like Kevin Garnett. Yeah. He's a mean guy. Always played by the rules. Always played by the rules. Never though. took steroids. That's why he's so skinny. Yep. See, yeah, that pisses me off, man. And everyone wants to laugh about it. Talk to, to Athletic Director Andy Fee about it. And, you know, we're making jokes. Rob Clark's up there doing absolutely nothing. The guy who's supposed to be in charge of this stuff. Uh, you know, we got Willie's there. Friend of the show. He's running the program. He's in the booth. He can make the call. But no one wants to actually say, hey, we're encouraging cheaters. Jeff Evans, he didn't do anything. He didn't do a damn thing. That makes me mad. I'm pissed. That makes me mad. I, I'm sorry to hear that, John. Uh, I, I, I feel bad for you, but I also feel bad for our university. That this, this, yeah, this scandal comes out in a, in a great time like that when our volleyball team just yep. wins a national championship yep. and all of a sudden you got one guy. One guy can ruin it for everybody. We saw what happened to Joe Pa. <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> we cut that out. Oh, uh, we'll cut that out. But, I mean, all, my point is someone needs to – it's not just about who's cheating. It's about who the watchdogs are. <sighs> I hate it. I'm not happy about it. Hey, by the way, quick, another grind my gears. Uh, I'm sorry about this, but we're talking about Jeff Evans. Our boys, Boys Wilson Golf Team, finished in second place in CIF. Ugh. One stroke short. Probably first place cheated. They did. It was, some, it was some like made-up school. Anaheim Discovery Christian or something That's like that. That's not a school. That's not a school. It, ba- it barely exists. 
first off, Anaheim. I know they heard us talking the smack Discovery on Disneyland. Center? That's a museum. Yeah. I mean, we were talking smack on Disneyland a couple weeks ago, and they heard. There's, everybody's pulling out all the stops to ruin this city. That guy that won was probably from Anaheim. He looked like an Anaheim guy for sure. All right, let's move on. Sorry to hear about that, by the way. I'm just not. You know, it all kind of just is bubbling back up. I was really not happy about it. Well. Someone needs to do their job at Long Beach State. Here's what we do. We learn from it, you know. We'll be better off for it in the long run. I'm so pissed. 908 Athlete of the Week. I got this tweet from Long Beach Wilson Track and Field. This is going to, yeah, this is going to be a pretty wild one here for you because you've probably never heard about this guy. Marie Harris, Iowa track star from Iowa, University of Iowa. Wait, the, wait the Hawkeyes. from here, though. Well, he went to Wilson. Oh, nice. Yeah, but he goes to Iowa. He's a track star, runs the 400, and he's the Big Ten, Big Ten champ in the 400. Really? Yes. He set a new Iowa school record. Isn't that Uni- pr- is this University of Iowa? Yeah. It's a big school. It is a big school. There's a lot of white people that go to that school. So they might, be, they might not be the fastest <laughs> yeah. people of all time. But still Very sick, though. smart, savvy move by him to go yeah. to Iowa. Marie really going, really choosing wisely right there. See, but that's that's what Long Beach people do. They're smart like that. Big Ten champ. That's like, I can maybe go be a sprinter in Samoa, but I couldn't win the shot put. Yeah, that's not a... <laughs> 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 that's pretty spot on there, bud. Location, location, location. He uh, that Their team also won the 4x400, which makes sense because if he's running one of the legs and he wins by like five seconds or something like that, they're probably going to win the whole thing as a team. Uh, uh, no, that's a great call. Go to, go to Iowa. It's a bunch of... Cause People th- probably think I'm from Iowa because I'm so white. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You're from Kentucky. I'm not. <laughs> Your family's from Kentucky. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. A, a win is a win. First of all, great name, Marie. Marie Harris. Isn't that sweet? Well, yeah. Well, his parent. First off, his parents are the 908 athlete of the week because giving that guy that name, dude. What Dion, I want to know is, it's it's. Can you? D- yeah. What is going on here? Dion's squeaking the door. Well, nobody listens to the show in this office because, obviously, because when you listen to it and the door opens, it you can't hear us because it's just... Here's what I want to know. There's an apostrophe between Mar and Ye. What letter is that replacing? <laughs> Mark? Is it just a guy named Mark? But then they were happy about it? And then they were like, Mar- it's Mark. Yay, Harris. And But then they're like, yeah, we don't need the K. Oh... Uh... That's probably right. Okay. Well, Mark. Mark well, Mark Ye doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue. Marie does. Mark Ye. Mark Ye. Mark Ye. That's probably what they call him in Iowa. It sounds like Grand Marnier. Probably a big margarita guy. Ooh, we should buy him a margarita. He's pro- he's twenty one. Celebration. He's twenty one. I think he's a is senior. he coming back to to Long Beach? Like we should get him on our show. We should get Marie on the show. Yeah, I'll tag him. I'll tag him in this episode yeah. and see what happens. Hey, congrats to you, Marie. That's pretty sweet. I uh, wonder what Nationals is, because that was Big Ten Championship. They got to be coming up soon. What if he wins? Where are Nationals? They got to be somewhere in America. Okay. Dion, damn it, the door. Dion. <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right, that's our show. What what a time and what an epic episode this was, eh? Happy for Alan Knipe. Good for him. Happy for Nick Amato. Uh, Long Beach State, clean up your act on the extracurricular yeah. activities. Quick summary. 
and Marie, our future guest, future good friend, wins the Big Ten Championship for 400 meters, which is really just for 100 meters. Yeah, but some say that the 400-meter dash is the most important dash. It's the, t- it's the toughest because you got to go around the track one time. Well, they call Long Beach, Iowa by the sea, but is Iowa Long Beach in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. All right. I had a heck of, t- heck of a time with you today, John. Yeah, me too. Uh, big show next week. We have. Should we tell everybody? Or we should make it a. No, just tune in. Yeah, just tune in. No, let's tell people. Because people might be li- listening to this. <laughs> I sure hope they are. All right. We have Daryl Polk Jr. We talk about him all the time. He's one of our good friends. Long Beach Poly point guard, just about to graduate. He's going to Pepperdine on a full ride scholarship to go play for Lorenzo Romar who is their basketball coach. Uh, it's going to be a good episode. I'm pretty pumped about it, and that kid's awesome. He's the chosen one's chosen one, so I sh- mm. you have to know that I'm excited about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, subscribe to our show if you haven't yet already. If you haven't, then you got a problem. That's your fault. Um, do it on the Apple Podcast. You can also do it on SoundCloud. I think you might be able to subscribe on SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, visit LB908.com and the new LB908 app. Life is great in the 908, John. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. saying